Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Living Black Podcast with your hosts, Ari and Nayla. We are so glad to have y'all back for a new episode. We missed y'all last week, but we're back and better than ever. In today's episode, we will be talking about toxic relationships, toxic people, and about letting them go and bettering ourselves. Um, But before we dive in, we have a question of the day, and that question of the day is... What is your favorite news from this week? What is something that you read or heard about in the news that you thought was really interesting? Ari, you can go ahead and start. Hey, y'all. So I think my favorite news this week was, um, I actually don't know, but I mean, I be on the shade room all the time. So let me just say something. I guess the one about um, President Biden and VP Harris. So President Biden, he's undergoing some type of anesthesia and some surgery, I think, something like that, that involves anesthesia. And he's temporarily transferring power to Harris, Kamala Harris to be specific. Mm-hmm. And she's going to have power over our country um, temporarily. And if he doesn't come back, um, like, to life or whatever or he's not safe enough to like become president again what i assume is that she's going to take over but that's just my prediction or assumption yep all right and for me i am happy because julius jones for those of you who don't know he was someone who was put on death row for a murder i believe and uh many people believe that he did not do it and his execution date came and just recently i think it was like two one or two days ago um the governor of oklahoma granted him clemency which means he got off of death row so he's not going to be um executed anymore and but he still has life in prison with no parole which means even if he has good behavior he can't get out but it's still good to see that he got off of death row like that's still an amazing thing to see it's not the best thing because he still has like life in prison but you know at least he's not being executed for something most people believe he hasn't done yeah that's really good um Mm -hmm. to know that he's getting off of um oh my gosh you know what i mean (laughs) and we've had a lot of people well not a lot of people but there's already been a good amount of people that are people of color already been like executed and unable to save like brandon i forgot his last name Brandon something, but his first name was Brandon, I know for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been enough. Yeah, for real. All right, so now that we're done with the question of the day, we're going to go ahead and start diving into our questions for today's episode. So the first question is, what is your definition of a toxic person? Define and explain what you think a toxic person is. So now, I'll go first. Oh, you can go first. Oh, okay. Um, so my definition of a toxic person is someone who's unwilling to like make changes, um, to suit your relationship better. And also someone who's probably childish, unable to control themselves. And what else? Yeah, pretty much that. And also anybody that's, um, unwilling to consider your feelings about anything. And just thinking about themselves 100% of the time. 
Yes, that is so true. Toxic people like literally only care about themselves. I believe that a toxic person can be someone who like they act negatively and their presence upsets or like messes with your life. Um, a lot of toxic people, they're usually dealing with like their own issues. And so they bring their stress and issues upon you like it's your fault or something. Um, and also usually like you don't usually feel comfortable around these people. Like for me, I don't really feel comfortable around toxic people because it's just like, you know, it's like I don't want this toxic energy around me. And I always feel weird when they're in my presence. Mm-hmm. I don't like being around toxic people either or people that don't make me feel good, period. So, mm-hmm. you know, just avoid them. Yes. Our next question is, explain a time where a friendship slash relationship became toxic. Why do you think the relationship became toxic? Um, You can go first because you know how to spill some tea. Okay. <laughs> so for me, um, y'all have heard me talk about this girl before. I don't think I ever mentioned her name, but I've talked about her. Anyways, so there's just been a lot of drama and stuff with our friendship which is not even a friendship anymore and I believe that the toxicity it really just came from us not being able to communicate our feelings like it was a it was a hard friendship already we stopped being friends over quarantine which is kind of hard to like you know figure stuff out over online even though we live across from each other which don't even get me started on that anyways um so, yeah, it just became really toxic because we weren't, like, explaining how we felt about certain things. And we kept on, like, basically backstabbing each other, um, not even purposefully. And honestly, as I said before, I just think the relationship became toxic because we didn't know how to communicate our feelings. And um, we would just do things that would hurt each other. But to be honest, I'm not, like, taking sides or blaming her for what happened. But... She just randomly ghosted me, and I'm not going to go into too much detail, but you don't just ghost someone when you're having issues in a friendship. Like, that doesn't make things any better. If anything, it makes things worse, and I had, we just, you know, I just had enough of it, and I'm not even trying to fight to win her friendship back, because it doesn't mean that much to me. Like, obviously, if it was a friendship that meant a lot to me, I would work through it. But we've had our fair share of issues. And I'm honestly just over at this point. Girl, that sounds like a lot. It is. A lot. Um, Communication, first off, is highly, highly, very important in relationships. And, you know, when you go somebody like that and don't say nothing, it's kind of like, you know, don't give a crap about them so i don't care what happens to them you know that type of vibe that's exactly how i felt yeah towards the person that you're ghosting because even though if you don't mean it intentionally it's really like a form of disrespect and there's no other way to see it yeah totally right so um a time that i've experienced a toxic relationship actually and this was actually recent so Long story short, short, because it's a very long story. I'm not going to keep y'all here forever. Um, I do or used to have online friends. And um, 
he was maybe, I think, two or three years behind my age. I don't know his exact age for sure. Well, I know it, but I probably don't remember it right now because we're mm-hmm. not friends anymore. But um, we used to be friends with each other and play games um, like Roblox. And what happened is that when we, we sorry, <laughs> when we used to like talk over the phone and um, be in a group chat with other friends and all that and also role play with them on games and stuff. The thing is that he used to say some really out of line things that he should have never said. Um, nothing that was concerning my safety generally, but things that were disrespectful that he should not have said and then played it off as a joke. Mm -hmm. and another thing he used to do was um be very how can i put this be very fbi-ish so Mm -hmm. looking into things um about other people's life and a little bit about my life that he probably should not have done because it's not that important nor is it any of your concern Mm -hmm. and then also decided to use that against you at the same time. So, listen, the whole relationship was terrifying, and I really regret even being friends with him, but I learned my lesson. But um, what happened in the end is that I noticed that eventually, because we also shared a friend, me and that friend that we shared, we eventually realized that he was childish. Well, first off, the other friend, uh, that we share, like, like I said, like we share, um, the issue is that he noticed it first before me. Cause he's like a little older than me. So he's able to notice things like that. And the small difference is that, so we shared a friend and he noticed it first. So eventually I caught on to what was happening where, um, I started to realize how childish, um, this friend that was younger than me realized that he was childish and all that. So I was like, I'm not dealing with it no more. So after he had his third strike, I cut him off. I ghosted him. And I also blocked him on all social media platforms because I wasn't having it. And anybody else that was associated with him also got blocked. So that's the end of it. Mm. It's a lot though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is a lot. Toxic relationships are equivalent to drama. Literally so much drama. And I don't have time for drama. So if our relationship is toxic, I'm sorry, but you can leave because I don't have time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So moving on to our next question. Did this toxic relationship impact your self-esteem, confidence or confidence? Um, I mean, this relationship that I had, the toxic friendship, it didn't really, I mean, a small amount of my self-esteem went down, but honestly, that's what I was doing over the summer, building up my self-esteem and getting better at loving who I am. It didn't really affect me. And plus, it was all younger kids. So, no. Yeah. So, for me, it didn't really affect my my self-esteem or confidence that much either. It was more of a thing because we have like um, mutual friends and we still have mutual friends. So it was a little bit of an embarrassment kind of because 
they just saw us stop being friends and everyone was questioning what happened. And to be honest, I didn't know what happened. So I didn't know what to say. So I would kind of just like brush it off and like not really explain what happened because I don't know what happened, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But my self-esteem was fine, honestly. Like I could do without her. I know I sound like a (laughs) kind of like a bitch right now, but it's okay. It's okay. Nah, because if I were you, what I would literally say face to face with somebody is they ghost to me. Point blank mm-hmm. period. Yep. That's you don't owe the nobody an explanation on what happened when it's not your fault. Yep. You're so right. And it's honestly a messed up story anyways. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving on to the next question. Have you ever witnessed a friend or relative of yours be in a toxic relationship? Ooh. Lord, you can go first for that one. <laughs> All right. So for me, um, I do have a cousin. She she was telling me about this like one relationship that she was in. Um, she didn't say that it was toxic, but from the way she explained it, like she explained all these different things that had happened in the friendship and stuff. And I was trying to like hint to her, like, girl. That's a toxic relationship. I didn't want to like point blank just say it because I didn't want her to like, <clears throat> you know, feel some type of way or feel like I was trying to ruin her relationship or anything, which I don't think she would have felt like that anyways. But I just didn't want to come off as like, stop being friends with them. But honestly, the things that the person, I'm not really going to out the person because like, you know, but the things that the person did, like, they were just some really toxic stuff. And it definitely affected her a lot. And I could see how much it affected my cousin. Um, It was, like, sad to watch because, like, watching someone you love go through that is, like, sad, you know? Yeah. It really sucks to see people you love, like, be innocently hurt by these type of relationships. And Mm -hmm. what also sucks is when they don't want to listen to you because they're too caught up in the realm of, like, a false reality that this person loves them and they'll do such and such for them. But in reality, it's not the same way that it is envisioned in their brain. Mm -hmm. That's the thing about psychology with relationships. I will not get into that. (laughs) But um, I've witnessed a couple of people be in toxic relationships. Um, just also from my mother talking about them at home. I'm not saying who she said anything about or details on the relationships, but mm-hmm. just know she don't be. She, this is where I this is where I get it from. Actually, she doesn't say nothing much to them, mm-hmm. and if she is to say something to them, that's when she's either a fed up or b also fed up and is willing to yell about them over the phone. So. That's where that comes in at. I also don't say nothing when I see somebody in a relationship. I mean, I might talk about you behind your back, but not in a way to degrade you. Yeah, I see that. Same. Yeah. It's just that I like to stand in my place um, in relationships and also just in reality. Because, for example, like if I wanted to make a next move with somebody in a relationship, like up the relationship to something else. Usually what I like to do is stand back. Well, I like Mm -hmm. to A, stand back and figure out where my position is or B, straight out ask them what my position is with them. Because 
I'm not going to put in 200% of effort and my position is down in the low class as a way to put it. Right. I totally agree with you. <clears throat> so I'm just a person that stays in a place. I ain't no. <laughs> Period. All right. Now moving on to our next kind of section. Um, what are some ways, well, five, what are some signs that you were in a toxic relationship? Like what is a sign of a relationship that you're in <clears throat> that's being toxic? Right. I'll handle that section. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from one of my new favorite websites, Psychology Today. So the first sign of you being in a toxic relationship is A, sub subtle character and assassination. So what that means is um, many of us grew up little, belittling friends and siblings as a way to connect, especially boys who spend a lot of time in locker rooms. This can carry into adulthood. So people also are able to assassinate another person's character, meaning like downgrade their self-esteem um, without having bad intentions. So you can do it and not even notice that you're doing it or it might be something you regularly do and not expect someone to react in that type of way. Mm-hmm. Like also cursing to somebody, like not everybody values cursing the same way you do. Like you might take cursing as like irregular language and how to speak to people, but other people that don't curse as much, they probably will not take it the same and see it as a way of harassment or disrespect. Yeah. So the second sign is control without knowing it. So checking up on you, accusing you of talking to people you shouldn't, purposely making friends or family feel uncomfortable when visiting, punishing you by making you feel bad about something, demanding a report on your actions and conversations, you know, anything that doesn't include them or makes them like less valuable, which also gives patriarchy relationship vibes and i'm actually learning about that in ap world right now a little bit no way it's not ap world it's ap lane where we're reading the great gatsby um i'm not supposed to tell you this nayla but in case you do read it (laughs) there's these two people called tom and daisy they -hmm. have like a very sophisticated relationship And they're not in a relationship for love, actually. They're in it because of their statuses. And Mm -hmm. Tom is controlling over Daisy. And that's one prime example of a toxic relationship. Control, control, control. And you're not supposed to have control like that. That's so true. Like, that's, I feel like a lot of people, when they're in toxic relationships where someone has control over them, they see it as, like, the person controlling them is, like, protecting them in a way maybe and but that's honestly not the case and it's sad how much a person can take over someone and like control them that much and them not even realize it mm-hmm. and people that really want those type of like controlling relationships and i can tell you where the maximum of controlling goes in mm-hmm. like in terms of what i mean but People who want those type of relationships, yo, please do not. Yeah. Don't. And then another sign is 
having jealous slash passive aggressive behavior. So that means they may check your phone and emails behind your back, wanting to know where you are at all times and basically controlling you with like what you can and can't do in life, which Mm -hmm. is also another form of control. Control is not what's supposed to be in a relationship in that sort. Yep. And the last time that we're going to take note of for today is never taking responsibility over their actions. Meaning, yes. Meaning also never taking ownership over their own actions. Because when you can't take responsibility for things you've already done in a relationship to harm the relationship, or that's what it resulted in, you're setting your relationship and yourself up for failure. And, like, it's giving mm-hmm. immature vibes when you can't give responsibility. Let's just be 200 with it. It is, it is. But those are all the signs we're going to mention for today. And I'll be sure to link that in the bio of this episode. Yep. And our last question for today is, how did you deal with the toxicity of the relationship? Um, you can go first for that one. Okay. So for me, to be honest, I kind of just um, went with not talking to her as well. Um, I'm, I don't have time to go and chase after someone. Like, if they don't want to talk to me, you don't want to talk to me. At this point, it's just being childish. If you really had an issue with me, you would have told me about it. Anyways, me and my friend, because she ghosted me and my friend, we just stopped talking to her, stopped associating with her, and just like took care of ourselves and like you know focus on ourselves like we don't need to focus on something that's not doing any good for our lives or not doing anything any good for us so we're like okay let's just you know forget about her one day if she comes around whatever because I'm honestly done with her this is the second time I've had enough with her so yeah I just we just learned to like care more about ourselves and like um not let anyone like take advantage of us in any way yeah it's really hard to move on from a toxic relationship especially in your like stance where the person goes to you and when it comes to dealing with toxicity one thing you need to note is the signs and another thing is respecting yourself and taking care of your mental because a toxic relationship can really mess up your mental mm-hmm. can make you also see some things that you don't want to see but that's reality that's so true but that's my thing just to make sure you take care of yourself and never put them first because it's obvious they're not safe for you mm-hmm. yeah so that's all for today's episode y'all and we're gonna clock out from here So thank y'all for tuning in and y'all make sure y'all follow all of our socials, which will be linked in the description of this episode. And if you're able to spread the word about our GoFundMe, which is also linked on our link tree, we appreciate all the support lately and hope everything is well with everyone during COVID-19 and this pandemic. But for now, adios. Bye (laughs) y'all. Thank you.